When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Studio 12, your podcast home for Texas A&M athletics. We thank you for clicking the link as we continue with our game tracker. It's delivered by UPS. Will Johnson, Andrew Monaco, we preview the Aggies and the Auburn Tigers. Saturday, 11 o'clock, kick 10 o'clock with our CHI St. Joseph Health pregame show. And, Will, you talked about the explosive plays out on Kyle Field for this Aggie team. Jimbo Fisher says all the time, how do you react to the explosive plays when they come for you and when they happen against you? And even though there's not a, it, it's not a feast or famine for the Aggies, oh, it has to be the big player, they're not going to score, they seem to really take full advantage when they're on offense and have those types of explosive plays. It almost always becomes some, time, some type of a score, usually a touchdown for Texas A&M. And they, you think about why they happen, and we often talk about complementary football. Explosive plays happen because of that. Yeah, Kellen Ma needs that half an extra second to find a receiver downfield, and the offensive line is providing it. Isaiah Spiller can bust off a potential tackle and then house it because he can get through the line of scrimmage unscathed. 
build up that head of steam, build up that speed. By, by the time he hits a defender, he's delivering a blow. You know, he's not tripped up through the line, halfway falling down, and the defender five yards from the line of scrimmage is just finishing him off. Complimentary football. And guess what? When Isaiah Spiller hits a 52-yard run for a touchdown against LSU, downfield blocking. You know, it's not just, oh, Kellen found Devon a chain, 52 yards, touchdown against Carolina. Things led to that. Explosive plays are complimentary football. We talk about it, but the reason we talk about it is Jimbo Fisher talks about mm-hmm. it all the time. Yeah. You know, it's just relaying what our head coach says all the time. And, look, sometimes it's not an explosive play, but what Buddy Johnson did against LSU, the pick. Now, why does he get the pick? Because they're putting a ton of pressure on, complimentary football. Mm-hmm. He can hang back in a zone. Got the ball thrown right to him pretty much. Maybe that's not an explosive play. I get it. What was a 15-yard 15. return? That's not explosive in my book, but my goodness, it's game-changing. You know, explosive and game-changing, whatever you want to call it, whichever one it is, mm-hmm. get them. Yeah. You know, find those plays. Because I just don't think you can you – know, A&M has always been able to move the ball with Jimbo Fisher. Mm-hmm. The movement of the football and the movement of the chains and get and just sustaining drives never been a problem. But it's just so hard to score – against SEC defenses on those 14, 15-play drives or those 10, 12-play drives. I just always think at some point, you know, you get to that 10th play of the drive, and if you're moving it, you're on borrowed time because it's either that 11th or 12th or 13th play. They're going to get in your backfield. I don't know how you run 15 straight successful plays against an SEC defense. At some point, they're going to get in your backfield. They're going to get that tackle for loss. They're going to put you behind the chains in that great drive you went on is going to result in a field goal kick to max them out, the touchdowns. I just think you need some explosive plays. I think the Aggies have done a good job of it. The number of explosive plays not necessarily high, but like you said, they're maxing it out when they have the opportunity. Yeah. Five games that they've won in a row, and all five at some point have had at least what we would qualify as an explosive play touchdown. In a row. I love your point about – um, the complimentary football. Even during Isaiah Spiller's touchdown run, one, he knows where the goal line is. That's what I love. <laughs> or the pylon for that case. Yeah, but, even getting face masks. Yeah. <laughs> but look. you said it at the time of his run, the blocking downfield by his mm-hmm. wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And again, Jimbo Fisher talks about that all the time. That's 11 guys winning their space. That's why that's able to be a long touchdown run to buddy johnson's interception buddy was the first to say aaron hansford created that for me jimbo fisher on his radio show on wednesday said when i asked about buddy's interception he brought up aaron hansford and said the way he uh, was able to to bend that rush get on the end and get that pressure but he didn't discount buddy because he said buddy was in the right position for that interception and and uh, you know, his his favorite line is, when preparation meets opportunity, that's luck. People mm-hmm. are like, oh, lucky to get an interception. Luck is not in Jimbo Fisher's vocabulary, nor is it in this team's um, vocabulary. But that was it. But Buddy was quick to point out his teammates. You look at the Jalen Jones interception, same thing. Everybody else doing their job to allow Jalen to get that 
that INT. And that's what I want to see. I want to see that rhythm back on offense. I want to see this offensive line. I know it's hard to impose your will in the SEC, but I want them to start pushing that D-line a couple of yards back. So the Aggies have already two yards, and maybe Isaiah can get a couple more, and you're in second and six. The Aggies had... Uh, 10, actually, their average third down was like third and 11. They had more than 10 third and 10s or third and 10 or longer. That's that's why you go two for 16. They were not as good on first or second down. Mm. There were more negative plays in that than they have had. They've been so good. Can they continue to get the positive plays? First and second down, make it the manageable third down. That's been the key to their success. And the self-imposed, th- those, those penalties, self-inflicted, whether it was a hold on a run, it could have been a, a hold on a punt return, which can also be explosive. Anytime you can get the, the ball in the hands of Anaya Smith is, is always exciting. And I have this feeling, the same feeling I've had the last couple of years, is this special team's close to breaking one either for a touchdown or, or really long. Conversely, Auburn cannot put the ball in the hands of their skill guys enough. Mm. Their wide receivers uh, are, are fantastic, whether it is Williams, whether it's Schwartz, whether it's Stove. You're going to see those guys um, as well on, on punt returns and kickoff returns. They can't get the ball in their hands enough. Look for the jet sweeps as well and the, and the quick outs. This defense has to have its discipline, and I'm going to keep the rhythm to the defensive part. Keep that rhythm on defense. Don't get caught up in the eye candy. I thought it was something very interesting Jimbo said on Wednesday. It might be a good thing that the Aggies have seen more of that eye candy from other teams than just being against Auburn. Can you keep that eye discipline? Because in the past, and I'm thinking last year specifically, they got caught up in that eye candy. Are they a year more experienced and not get caught up in it this year? And the question I have is what you saw against LSU with the Aggie defense, they were bringing pressure from all over, and we were very impressed with that. And if you look at pressure numbers, we talk about havoc, but go with some pressure numbers here on the quarterback. If you combine the amount of sacks with the amount of hurries, that means you're getting to the quarterback. Either you got him on the ground and got the sack, or you got him off his mark, got him running, pressured him. Basically 11 times against LSU, the Aggies did that. It it was – two sacks but it was nine pressures and they, they were getting both quarterbacks just off their mark all night long that 11 well I'm calling them pressure numbers here mm-hmm. uh, that, that was a season high it, it tied with what they did at uh, Mississippi State uh, there were 11 there because that was five uh, hurries and six six sacks, sacks. Mm-hmm. so 11 total and then, and then you get nine and two with LSU that's 11 total so at season highs with all that Auburn does back there you know, Mike Elko, I'm sure he'd like to dial it up from everywhere, kind of like he did last Saturday night. Does that work as well with everything Auburn's going to try to do with motion and eye candy in the backfield? And, you know, Mike Elko knows, I don't know, but it's something, you know, we'll probably take a hard look at on Saturday morning once we kick off at 11. Yeah, and and Dave will talk with him. I know he'll talk with him 
uh, he does after practice. Uh, and, and those two meetings of the minds, uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> we stay which, out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> they, they talk on a completely different level. Um, but it is that confidence, and, and they, they have had that confidence. And, and I do know when Dave talked to Mike Elko last week about pressuring that quarterback. And as you know, when that clock in your mind has to speed up, it changes everything. We've talked about it. The Aggie offensive line, the Maroon Goons, giving Kellen even just a half second more or a second more, the danger that it makes Kellen more dangerous as a thrower because he can go through a progression or really pinpoint that football. When when that clock shrinks uh, for, for an opposing quarterback and especially a true freshman in T.J. Finley, uh, that's the great pressure. And it comes from everywhere, Will. It wasn't just one guy, and then all of a sudden LSU could, could protect against just DeMarvin Leal. Whew, you've got it from your two tackles. I loved Monday. Tyree Johnson saying he's talking to DeMarvin Leal. How can they wreak the havoc on those tackles for, <laughs> for uh, Auburn? They're already preparing on, on how to do that. One other thing that I thought was key in that game as well uh, when it comes to special teams, almost another blocked punt. Yeah. This team is getting some pressure on special teams, and we know you know they get that interior push on kicks from Bobby and McKinley and, and Jaden Peavy when that's just on, on, on field goal attempts. Now, that's not why Cade York missed it, but, you know, in the back of your mind when you're doing special teams, you got to worry a little bit more that Chris Russell might be getting through or you might get a kick blocked. It might change. Even the internal clock for the punters and for the place kickers, you have that. When you can – put that in other teams minds that's a good thing and I think that's what that defense this this Aggies defense has been has been doing for other teams yeah it's an SEC game I mean you're on the plains it's going to be rugged I mm-hmm. mean it's A&M and Auburn it's going to be rugged and physicality is going to matter one of the reasons you love what the offensive line is doing they're opening holes for Isaiah Spiller he is running so strong and and I'll talk about this tomorrow on the broadcast that what Isaiah Spiller is doing I don't know if it's noticed enough because it may, I'll look, I, this is what I'm going to look at, and I'll, I'll kind of relay this tomorrow. He's going to have a shortened sophomore year. Mm-hmm. You know, we're playing 10 games, yeah. not, not the 12 and then the 13 you get in the postseason. Mm-hmm. But he still, after two years as an Aggie running back, is going to have the type of numbers. He's going to be in that range of what some of our legendary and great rushers have done after their first two years at a and I'm talking about Darren Lewis. I'm talking about Greg Hill. Johnny Manziel's two years here. That's right. He rushed for mm-hmm. a boatload of yards. Travion Williams. Isaiah Spiller, after two years, his yardage total is going to be up there with what those guys did after their first two years, and Isaiah will have done it with a 10-game sophomore season. Less games than those guys. 500-yard performances just this year. He had three last year, but one against SEC competition. Mm-hmm. Five. All SEC. He's not doing this against Abilene Christian. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's you. a shortened schedule. I'm it's nothing you. but SEC defenses he's doing against this year. I absolutely love that earlier this week, Travion Williams, he tweeted out, all caps, Isaiah Spiller, five exclamation points, remember the name. I love that. And he's an Aggie legacy. Dad played here. Yep. By the time he's done, he may turn legacy into legend. That's putting a lot on the young man. I think he's accepted that. But the that. Aggie offense puts a lot on him. Uh, yeah. And he responds yeah. time and time yeah. again. And you know, we're talking, we're talking with him about 
100-yard performances. Every time you've talked with him, every time I've talked with him, I want to be a complete back. Pass pro. Yeah. I, I, I need to come out of the backfield. You know it's killing him. He dropped a pass. Yeah. Oh, and, and oh, you know, yeah. those guys talk. Jalen Widermeyer, he caught two touchdown passes against Arkansas. What did he talk about at the end of the game? He was pleased with how he blocked that day. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, and people are like, hey, you caught two touchdown passes, and he's like, look, I expect to catch two touchdown passes. They throw me the ball, I better catch mm-hmm. it, and I better get in the end zone. And he's working on blocking. Yeah, you know, and the receivers downfield, they block. Yeah. You know, I mean, I love what you said there because they're about being the complete player. You tell Isaiah Spiller he's going to be in that pantheon that I just mentioned. Yeah, yeah, great, all right. And he, but he just wants to be a complete player. He wants yeah. to get better every day. If the result is that. That you're going to talk about me with Greg Hill and Johnny Manziel mm-hmm. and Darren Lewis and Travion Wynn, so be it. That's fantastic. But I'm just here to get better and more complete every yeah. day. That's why they th- and that's why this pressure-packed run down the stretch people look at. That's why we don't think it'll bother the Aggies. No, because they're about every day, not Saturday. Right. I can only control what mm-hmm. I can control. Can I win my space? Mm-hmm. And for Jalen Widemeyer, if I win my space by a block, great. If I do it by catching a touchdown, great. But I'm going to do what what I I can only do what I can do. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to prepare, and I'm going to I'm going to prepare myself to be there, so I'll succeed when that opportunity opportunity meets preparation. <laughs> right? That equals right. luck. Right? right? There's no such yes, thing as sir. luck. Opportunity meets preparation. All right. Before we close out the uh, game tracker delivered to you by UPS, uh, we did this on our radio show, Studio 12, on Friday. We'll do it here on the uh, podcast because it needs to be mentioned. Uh, we send out our thoughts and prayers to the Solari family. Uh, Steve Solari, member of the Wrecking Crew from 91 to 93. We were talking about legends with Isaiah Spiller. The very first time Jimbo Fisher held the Legends game here as part of the spring game at halftime. Uh, Steve Solari uh, was a member of that game, and he had so much fun that day. But uh, we lost him this week, uh, very saddened by it. And that certainly we say rest in peace to, to Steve Solari. Thoughts and prayers absolutely to that family. And uh, you know what? The memories are going to be of him on that wrecking crew and at that Legends game. Not going to lie. Yeah. I'm not sure anybody enjoyed themselves <laughs> more, but always here and a, and a huge supporter, obviously, of Texas A&M Athletics. And as we also mentioned before, we'll get uh, we'll get the thoughts of a, a, a brother of his, uh, David Elmendorf, mm-hmm. uh, who, who played here. Uh, we'll do that during our broadcast uh, from Auburn on a Saturday. All right. As we said, thoughts and prayers to Steve Solari and his family as he passed this week. So... 10 a.m. tomorrow, CHI, yeah. St. Joseph pregame show. You, Dave, me, Kevin, everybody's going to be there. Everybody's going to be and there. We're excited about being there. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> Fifth-ranked A&M and the Auburn Tigers from Jordan-Hare Stadium. That will wrap up the Game Tracker, delivered by UPS. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate, not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates in Northbrook, Illinois.